0: You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today we are going to, well, we're going to peel the layers off of Standard leadership and what that looks like in the business space, and how we can do better. In matter of fact, my guest today is the author of a new book called "Dare to Unlead." So we're gonna we're gonna explore what this concept of unleading is in engagement leadership. It's a it's a it's a phenomenal term in regarding leadership and how we need to shift from where we were to where we're going. And I'd like you to welcome, uh, help me welcome Celine Schillinger to the show today. She is the author of Dare to Unlead. She's traveled the world teaching these concepts of engagement leadership, and she's here to share some knowledge with you all today. And I hope you pay attention because it's going to be a lot of fun. Celine, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Justin. I'm thrilled to be here.
0: This is good stuff. Okay. So what, what part of the world are you in right now?
1: Currently I'm in France, Lyon, France. I'll soon travel to the U S though. So I'll be in September on the the East coast.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So talk to me, Celine, engagement leadership, put it into a, put it into a a nutshell right now, and then we'll, we'll dive down the rabbit hole a little bit on the back of it. What, what is engagement leadership?
1: Mm. Uh, so that's a great question to start with Justin engagement is I believe the the way organizations uh, need to uh, ways uh, relationships need to be developed between organizations and their employees or clients etc the way we used to interact in the past like telling people, things to convince them to buy or to work uh, in such or such a way so telling people um, speaking to them from the top from a, a you know knowledgeable position considering people as a passive audience uh, that needs to be yeah filled with messages for basically uh, doesn't work anymore we ha- as employees as citizens we want something else we we've been empowered by networks by digital technologies and so on we no longer i believe accept to be told to be treated as kids as children in our organizations in particular and so there there's this need uh, if we want to be successful as businesses there's this need to invite people earlier on in the creation of things that matter to them their work uh, pr- their product etc so it's really um uh, shifting from a, a, a passive sort of situation or behavior or mindset to a, a co-creation mindset so how do you engage people uh it's not easy uh, for for organizations it's well, easier to give orders <laughs> and expect to be followed, right? Well, but uh, again, this used to work in the past, it doesn't work anymore. People have changed, we have changed. We, we no longer expect the same uh, the same things, the same um, behaviors and relationships as our parents or grandparents did, right? We want to have a part, a, a say, and even more than a say, we want to be considered and respected and involved in in the work. Um so my question is how do we do that and i think it requires a new form of leadership.
0: Oh i can't agree more that that is I, that is so spot on and in in what i hear you saying is really what it comes down to is the nature of our relationships in b2b transactions business owner manager to employee business to customers is is the shift is that we're seeing is is the nature of the relationship in business that yes, it, that, that that is shifting?
1: Exactly. Uh, there used to be you know very unequal type of relationships, very um, you know hierarchical relationships, for example, based on and, and uh, patterns of domination. You know in the workplace, and people went along with that. They they sort of you know accepted that was the the norm. Now you see um, that very clearly with younger generations, but it's not, you know, it doesn't matter to the youth alone. It matters to all of us, I think. We, um, We aspire to much more uh, equal relationships, but then how do you do that in an organization? You know, you need to have some form of organization and, um, you know, management, management and responsibilities. So how do you reconcile those new behaviors and new new relationships we all aspire to and the um, structure that is needed for an organization to work effectively. How do you manage, organize collectives? And I'm really passionate about that. And I think that the the old models of leadership, and that's the point of your podcast, uh, really, those old (laughs) models uh, do not uh, do not work anymore. And they have even become toxic toxic for us people toxic for our businesses toxic for our society there's a lot to be changed you see for example in the epidemics of burnout right so many people quitting their work and and their job and and burning out um even the social division and and anger we all witness right In, in politics i think stems at least partly from the world of work, from how people feel they are being treated or not treated well enough. And, and it's not just a matter of being nice to people, it's a matter of being clever and inviting people into becoming actors of our collective destiny. Otherwise, is, they will keep complaining about you know leaders, <laughs> and leaders will keep complaining about everybody else.
0: Well, this is good. we're going to dive down. We're going to dive down the rabbit hole on this on the backside mm. of that because uh, this this is something that I can explore for for eons with you. Uh, we're talking about engagement leadership, and the author of Dare to Unlead, Celine, uh, Celine uh, Schillinger. She's going to be here in September. Make sure you get a a chance to check out her book. But before we go on break, Celine, where can people go find more information about you?
1: They can find more information on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on my YouTube channel, on Instagram, and on my website, weneedsocial.com.
0: Fantastic, folks. Go take a look at the book. This stuff is important. And if you're not on board with this stuff, you're gonna get left behind in business because this is the direction the world's taking. Stay with us, we'll be right back. Hi everyone, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to SuperpowerExperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Celine Schillinger. She is the author of Dare to Unlead. And and Celine, before the break, we were talking about burnout. We were talking about how a lot of that burnout comes from the workplace. And I, I agree with you. I believe that the uh, that burnout does come from the workplace, and I believe it comes from the fact that we're we're not in relationship with work. We, we go to work, and all of the tasks is, and all the stuff piles up onto our shoulder, and we don't have relationships with our coworkers in in, in a manner that allows us to work and, and, and share the burden with each other. And we sure as heck don't have that in. The leadership realm where we feel like we can lean into our boss and our boss can lean into us right of like look we're all on the same team here this is a role that I'm playing rather than beat each other up and blaming each other how do we how do we how do we align to work better right and I know here at least in the United States part of that reasoning is because and I'm just gonna call it out guys we're kind of responsible for this I think. Is the unevolved masculine mm-hmm. in the workplace has put up legal boundaries that have made it scary for us to interact with co-workers regardless of sex or gender, right? in the workspace because you can't get too close, but hey, because otherwise you upset somebody and next thing you know, mm-hmm. everybody's getting sued. So the question is is then how do you do that? How do you how do you unlead? How do you build relationships in a way to where everybody can show up, be an adult, take responsibility for themselves, and still not press the boundaries of what's what's appropriate, what's not appropriate? So talk to me, Celine. What do you got for our listeners with
1: that? Hmm. I, I just love what you you said, Justin. This is uh, there are some really really important points in what you said. This the the relation relational norms, uh, the risks, the pressure. I was I would say that all of that is um, um, exacerbated by traditional. Um, structures uh, the, our organizations are very much structured along what was invented by Ford and Taylor a hundred years ago and that used to work in, in that setting uh, but yeah. the world has changed so much like right? all those silos and segmentation of, of of work within organization all this pressure for efficiency um, it, and with the, the the belief that if people work as as in a robotized manner, then uh, things will be more efficient. And I believe it's precisely the opposite. <laughs> uh, people resent being treated as machines, um, being addressed as if they were interchangeable cogs, uh, having you know relationship to the top and the bottom as if you know some people were more important from a human perspective than others and and in fact we understand now with the science of systems and that we all relate and depend on one another we all need the shop floor workers we all need the middle managers and by the way we are all the middle of something (laughs) even the ceo is in in the middle between you know his direct reports and and his the shareholders so there's this this fiction of you know a the pyramid with intelligence sitting at the top and everybody else you know ha- being the hands of uh, mm-hmm. executing the work that has been decided elsewhere we re- we really need to radically shift our perspective and adopt more um, the uh, perspective of networks, networks as as technologies. So using technology, um, social technologies, for example, much more in the business, and networks as operating principle. How do we work more in network in networks or as networks rather than you know little silos uh, connected uh, through. Um, Standard operating procedures or, or hierarchical bonds. Uh, currently, our systems put too much pressure on too few people. And we, we need to distribute responsibility more. But it's not just, you know, pushing it down. <laughs> it's about inviting many more people than we do currently into um, sense making, decision making, uh, Etc. So this m- requires some leaders, or m- most, maybe most of the traditional leaders, to step down a little from their leadership pedestal, and accept to share responsibility with others. And that's a risk. That's why I titled my book "Dare to Unlead." Uh, step down from your pedestal of power and privilege, and and invite the collective into shaping the future.
0: Yeah, this is this is great because I just I I followed Gary Vee on on LinkedIn and you know he's a huge motivator in in the business space. He gets business systems, whatnot. But he posted something recently that I adamantly disagree with because he said as a leader, it's not your responsibility to pass the response. It's your responsibility not to pass the the stress down, right? To not that to not pass it down into your workers, and that if you as the leader should shoulder that yourself, that all that does is create that separation. Exactly. All that Ex- does is create the separation and limits limits what a company can actually do because if all, oh, like you said, if we, uh, the old system has all the stress yep. on the shoulders of two or three people, who exactly. then. are are dependent on others that they don't have relationships with to get it done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then the others feel cut off from the information that stresses that person, uh, right or wrong. But So they feel they're not um, considered as um, responsible enough. Uh, to you know understand make sense of the situation so it's a self-fulfilling prophecy so then uh, with that kind of uh, of attitude leaders will always complain from the lack of leadership of others and others okay. will, will always complain from uh the lack of um, empathy or empowerment from their leaders and the blame game can go on forever
0: yeah and that, and in it, it itself repeat you know rinse and repeat exactly. and and, and if I don't like it, then I'll just go get another job somewhere else. And, and that causes this cycle of turnover and yes. trying to find the right people to whereas if you, rather than trying to find the right, absolutely find the right people, mm. but shift the leadership design and how you nice. get people to work together as a team, rather than see this. And I get this. I come from the corporate, you know, I come from the, uh, from, from the counterintelligence world. Yeah. And Everything's hierarchical as far as top secret security clearance, secret security clearance, need to know, and all that kind of stuff. And you know, looking back after leaving that, I realized that that's part of the reason why 9-11 happened. All conspiracy theories aside, it's part of the reason why it happened because none of the agencies were talking to each other. We're all on uh-huh. the same team. Why don't we all have the same information? Oh, I don't right. necessarily need to, to know how to do the particular yeah. role but if I have a better understanding of the overall picture of why we're doing exactly.
1: this,
0: we might, I, mean, I could play my role even better because I now understand. Yes. Right. Yes. We want to eliminate, we eliminate war in the world, get mm-hmm. people to start being transparent and working together. That, that, yes. that, that's how important this stuff is. But,
1: but if information that comes down to you is filtered by other people who believe they know better than you what you need to do your work right then the whole system um, um, lacks uh, context uh, information and the sense of responsibility that makes people want to you know step up and and take uh, take action etc and when we fail to do that we maintain a flock of sheep basically right yeah. and, and in the world today we don't i mean this is not what going to what's going to lead us into the future we need everybody to be uh, to be leaders and not you know it's not demagoguery it's it's real and i've seen it for real i'm not speaking from a, an a- academic perspective i respect academics uh, enormously but I, I speak from the field i've been in the trenches of corporate Ooh. work myself, and I've seen how uh, dysfunctional, you know, traditional leadership can be. Uh, it, it just wastes human potential, and, and this is unbearable for, from an ethical perspective, but also from a business efficiency perspective. We cannot afford to waste human potential.
0: I absolutely agree, and we have so many organizations that are wasting human potential and are, you know, and and this is what I think COVID did. I think COVID shook up everything. The workforce is getting slow to get back into work because people realize that, you know what, they're okay. They don't need it. And so now is the time to grasp this stuff even more because in order for client, in order to get employees back in, Mm -hmm. they're no longer going to accept the old ways. They're going to want to know that Mm -hmm. they matter. And that they're part of something bigger. Question is, is how do you get them to ignite in that? And I think that's where your book comes in, dare to unlead. Let's talk about that real quick as we as we wind down the conversation here. Dare to unlead. What 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 can be found in the book? And, and what is something right now that listeners can take away to start implementing in their 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 own leadership models in their business?
1: Uh, So what you can find in the book is lots of stories, lots of examples that show how those principles, the principles I'm talking about can be implemented in practice and deliver huge business value. You can, you learn about, you can learn about uh, creating movements or creating the conditions for movements to and, and and communities to to form where people learn together lead together and uh, and achieve a better future and what ca- what can listeners do today i would say the, the very maybe the fr- very first message is to reflect on our own practice and try to analyze what in our practices reproduce and maintain the current system versus what changes it? What do we change in patterns of relationships? Or what do we maintain? I think change starts with oneself. Uh, it's uh, it's an illusion to think that you can change others. Uh, others may want to change if they see you have done an effort to question your own beliefs and practices.
0: Mm, 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 mm. Isn't that the key, right? The, the, the magic sauce introspection. Yeah. It, 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 and then not only introspection, but having the courage to actually put it into the middle and talk about it with those that you're in relationship with, because whether we like it or not mm-hmm. having a boss, having employees, whatever those are relationship containers and we have to pour into them. We have yes. to, we have to work at them. Relationships require work. And I think we can work a lot more efficient if we start implementing some of the principles that you highlight in your book. This is good stuff. Celine, I I got one more question for you. You obviously have gifts, you have talents, but I gotta ask, what are your superpowers?
1: (laughs) My superpowers are um, the ability to create movements, precisely to engage people at scale across um, cultures, across political beliefs, across uh, jobs, across, and, and really to connect with people in humanity.
0: Mm, so, so fun. I, I'm going to introduce you to my wife because the two of you, I think, need to talk. I think you can work <laughs> some magic together. Folks, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. Go take a look at the book. Get, pick up a copy, Dare to Unlead. Start challenging your con- your, what the construct of leadership looks like for you and your world and start visioning forward of what we can do better. And until next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.